Welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I'm joined by Garrett. Hey, everybody. And Eric. Quack, amoli. Quack, quack, amoli. Quack, amoli. Quack, quack, amoli. We're just I, getting Tarek's um, syllable sorted out. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people are going to email in going, rather let them play the song. Cornet <laughs> won't let me play the song. So email corn at gunshow.co.org.zambia and say, let Derek play the song. That reminds me of my favorite sign that I saw in a restaurant. Um, I don't remember where I saw it. Some South African restaurant where uh, if you like our food, rate us on what is that food rating site that was local? Whatever. If you like our food, rate us on Facebook, restaurant name South Africa. Mm -hmm. If you didn't like the food, rate us on Facebook, restaurant name Zambia. Or <laughs> <laughs> something that effect. Like, I can't remember the service, but like. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorites is if you don't like this, press the dislike button twice so people can see how much. So you people don't see like. how much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that works. I, I like that. So we have some admin to catch up on, and then we'll uh, roll into the main topic, which is. How did you put a T? Uh, you what now? I, I can find it. Hang on. Let me find it. I, I don't listen to the show, nor do I listen to my show notes. It's you that sent it. Oh, it was about um, balancing expectations and effort. There we go. Shamelessly, shamelessly stolen from Steve Anderson. Hi, that, Steve. That will be the I topic know. tonight. What is that noise? Is that me? I don't hear a noise, so it might be you. I don't you know either. You need to check for uh, intruders. Oh, it's the dishwasher. <laughs> I don't know okay. how it works. I don't. I do not understand that device. You 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 stack everything on the coffee table. You see how oh. much shit you can get on there, and then in the morning when you wake up, it's it's magically disappeared and it's all clean and back in the cupboards. Exactly what I do. Sometimes I put clothes in the middle to see if the two fairies like talk to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Derek dies tragically in his sleep. You know, it wasn't an accident. (laughs) Investigate my wife. It'll be her. I'm going to start with the 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 most exciting of the news. If you go and look at bossninja.co.za, you will now find an absolutely epic welcome to the gun show shirt. Um, terrible one star, but absolutely awesome. Um, we'd also like to announce between the three of us, we would, we would like to, to pay for a shirt for Andy. Uh, we'll even cover the shipping, send it straight to your house. Um, and you don't even have to give us your address. You can, you can deal directly with uh, boss ninja and, uh, they, they will ensure that you're anonymous from us while still getting your free shirt. It just so that we pay for it. You do have to put your name on there. Yes. That and has to name, say Andy. His name is fuck you, Andy, right? Yes. The one and only. The one and only. Or just Andy with one star. We, we will glad, we will pay for that shit. Yeah. Just, just to, uh, to be clear here, you will need to leave a second review under the exact same user account before we give you the shirt. Doesn't have to be a good review. You can make another one star terrible, but that way we can make sure that not every fucking Andy on the planet yeah. gets free shirts. 
yeah. was just going to say, listen, where are we going to cap the amount of Andy's we get all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you have to leave the second review that you can delete or update or whatever, and it can be terrible again under the same, the exact same user account as before. Otherwise, you can't get the shirt. Um, do something like your your boss ninja order number. <laughs> so we can phone it to you and we'll send you a shirt. Um, <clears throat> That's the exciting news. Uh, the guys who listened last week to the Steve Anderson episode may have noticed the distinct lack of uh, admin section. That was not intentional, but it happened anyway. So <laughs> we'd, we'd like to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, Zero Mike Bullets, you guys know the drill. Websites up, bullets are available. Um, I have spoken to the, uh, to the gents there because I placed some orders. They are massively busy at the moment, so your order may take a couple of days longer than you're used to. Not, not a significant amount, but it might take a couple of days longer to get out to you. Fantastic stuff. We're glad that the, uh, the, the demand is there and you guys are actually using it. Um, then Drill of the Month sponsors, we would like to say thank you again to Zero Mike Bullets for the 1,000 bullets that are up for grabs for whoever gets drawn. Um, Flatback Alpha for the swinger and the target stand that they've thrown into the draw. Um, shooting stuff for the offer of visiting their facility, 15 minutes in and out, use of a timer, targets available if you need them. Uh, shoot the draw, submit to us, cool stuff. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate that. That uh, reminds me that this month, the end of this month, will be the last drill of the month that is for the draw. So there will be drill of the months that will be taking place after this. But the draw entries will end at the end of this month, and then we will do a draw get T to do a draw early next month and we'll we'll announce the winner in the, the first or the second show of next month. What's he um, gonna draw? It can't be the first show because the, the first show is nice. It'll probably be the second show of next month. We'll 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 announce the uh the winner and we'll get your stuff sent out to you. Uh some more thanks. Um guns at work. Thank you very much for making sure that the Welcome the Gun Show logos will be on the team shirts for EGPSA for the upcoming level four. We really appreciate that. Um, Hopefully Steve will make sure that Corn, Gaz, and I actually get our shirts one day. One day, someday. Corn, have you got your shirt? I do not. Gaz, have you got your shirt? No, I have not. T, have you got your shirt? No, no, I don't. Steve? <laughs> you sounded just like Steve. Steven. 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 Uncle Steve. <laughs> Uncle Steve. Uh, we'll know if he listens We're to We're all on the PG team. How fucking mental is that? Mm, yeah, one star, terrible. To me. Something's gone wrong there. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving along swiftly. Um, what have we missed? Oh, our, our friends at Magnum have been doing some range renovation, which I believe will be coming to an end the day that this episode releases. It looks like they've done some pretty spectacular stuff to their rifle range. Um, but in general, their range is looking spectacular. Uh, I know T is going to try and teach some more courses out of there uh, when he can. Um, they're doing really great stuff. Uh, please support them if you guys can. Um, awesome ranges, awesome people, great service. Do you 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 Adrian, make sure your head's on backwards. He likes that. Park, park in the spot that says no parking directly in front of the clubhouse. Uh, no rider pants. Get out, get out the car with your pants down, your hat the wrong way around. Park in the spot that says no parking and ask for range 13. <laughs> I should you not. The last course I teach, taught, teach there. Taught you teached it. Good thing I don't teach English. Uh, last, last course I taught there, I parked r almost touching the no parking sign. 
and made sure I got out of the car with my cap on backwards to go talk to him. And nothing happened? Yet. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. I didn't say nothing's going to happen. I said nothing happened. You know this because you're still talking to us. <laughs> so we, we, we know that nothing's like significant happened there. Um, T? Yes. How, how, many, how many are left, Gaz? Nexus, Nexus Pro. Pro. Nexus oh, yeah. Pro. Nexus Pro. Nexus Pro. Nexus Pro. Guacamole. Nexus Pro. <laughs> I think every time I'm only the number goes. Nexus Pro. Nexus Pro. Next, Nexus Pro. Okay, 87. That was interesting. <laughs> it's gone down a little bit at least. I think the, the, the listeners are going, thank goodness the number is decreasing eventually. <laughs> they just don't know what's going to happen next week. Dun, exactly. dun, dun. Next week is going to double. I was going to get to use my Nexus Pro on Sunday, which if you're listening to this when it drops is yesterday. And if this is if you're listening to this in ten years' time, is a long time ago. And if you're listening to this now, it means you've hacked our feed. But I was going to use my next pro on Sunday, but sadly the league had to be cancelled because you're all fucking slackers. Uh, is that the one that got cancelled on enough people? Yeah, it was the shotgun league. We just didn't have enough entries, sadly. Damn it! I did my bit. I got like Dan, uh, Lance was coming, Dan was coming. We're gonna. I was gonna get my shotgun and do shotgun things. But now we'll instead go do tacos things. Talk about that afterwards. Ah, um, oh, yes, we must actually. Last thing before we roll into the actual show thing. Um, you guys would have heard the Steve Anderson show last week, I hope. A um, couple of things around that. Um, there are special pricing or is special pricing available for Welcome to Gun Show listeners. If you email Shanae, if you're trying to book the course, email Shanae, mention explicitly that you're a Welcome to Gun Show listener. There are discounts for you guys on all of the, the advertised pricing for Steve's courses. Additionally, if you go and look at the Welcome to the Gun Show Facebook page, there's a video of me up there telling you guys what to do to go into a draw for uh, one spot on the one-day class. Uh, it's like a three and a half thousand rand uh, one-day training that you could stand a chance to win. You just have to share the post and Tag Welcome to the Gun Show, tag uh, AndersonShooting.com. Make sure it's massive. Perfect. That's a massive one, that. So the discount The discount code is best price, best price, best price. There we go. Just make sure that you put in brackets somewhere over there, Welcome to the Gun Show, because I think they'll ignore the best price, best price. <laughs> so that, that is awesome stuff. I, I hope you guys are going to take uh, advantage of that. Um, at the very, very least, use that to get onto the mental management. It really is game changing. Um, even if you're 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 skeptic, um, it is worth it, and it's it's little enough money undiscounted that it's worth taking a, a, a risk and realizing that it is worth it. So please do and that. Me- mental management course. You, you honestly can't really take two people out for a decent dinner for much less money than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's little enough money that it's it's worth taking the McDonald's the isn't you don't like not it. a decent dinner. Quick quick hint there, boys. McDonald's is not date food. That's why you, you take get a McFlurry. Yeah, that's why you get a bit. Yeah, you get a Burger King because they've got those mozzarella cheese sticks. Show that show that you're classy. And and uh, and uh, extra long chili cheese. And that's but most importantly, they have Mountain Dew. <laughs> well, this is true. It's radioactive. It's it's good for me. It's not good for the most of the population, but it's really good for me. I, I don't 
I don't think it's good for anyone, but it is. I think it's really good for me. My taste buds go, hmm, this is really good. <laughs> I love Mountain Dew. There you go. That, that, go that is max levels of science. And I don't mean maximum, I mean Max Rosley, who will never hear this because he doesn't listen to our fucking show. Um, fuck <laughs> you, Max. But that is max <laughs> levels of science. That's fired. Uh, last thing before I forget. Uh, I've put some guides in the Welcome to the Gun Show group covering some frequently asked questions. Nothing super exciting in there unless that's the question you want to ask, in which case, go look in the frequently asked questions section. I've also started publishing a concealed carry guide uh, covering, at the moment, specifically holster features and what you should look for and what you don't want. Um, it's it's largely incomplete, but for the sections that I have done, I've put in quite a lot, quite a lot of detail. Um, I hope you guys find that useful. If you find anything in there that you disagree with, please let me know so we can discuss it, correct it, um, adjust it. If there's anything missing from it, let me know. I'll add it. Um, if you don't want to read it, well, fuck you. So, <laughs> has, has anyone mentioned the Fulster Enigma? <laughs> that isn't in the list yet. What? What the fuck is wrong with you, boy? Nothing. Sorry, I got a bit East End there. Um, just a little. No. It, it will be in the list. <laughs> it's just, I haven't had time to write that much. Okay, Corners Corner, put a lot of effort into, into those guides and that. So from, from our side, we really do appreciate him taking the effort to, to put that together. So re- read them. Don't, don't ask the questions that are in there unless they're not answered. And if you don't like them, start your own fucking podcast that no one will listen to. I mean, sorry. Well, no one listens to this one. That's you what I mean. You say that no one will listen to it. I was looking at... Um... I never fucking do this, but I had to go and look at some stats on uh, Apple Podcast Connect and Google Podcast Manager. Mm. And I don't remember the exact figures, but we have like 3,000 hours of listen time on iTunes and like 208,000 minutes, whatever that converts to, on on Google of people listening. Um, That is a fuck lot of listening, let me tell you. Yeah. That could all be my mom. It's insane. Well... (laughs) If it, if it is, I would like to know how she did it. Because that's like several lifetimes worth, I think. <laughs> Into that, let's let's talk about the uh, the main topic that we're that we're going to discuss, which is seventeens. Block seventeens. They are balanced and will meet your expectation, which is what this show is going to be about. Well played, Court. Fuck, that was impressive. I got to say, five that, out of seven, perfect score. That that should go in the next bit of lock marketing that happens. <laughs> they are balanced and will meet your expectations because that's what the show is about. <laughs> they don't even have to be in a lock. You can have it, Glock. You can steal it. I mean, it's not stealing if I tell you that you can have it, but I mean, you can use it. They it's, Glock. it's it's not stealing. It's theirs already. You thought it. You're lucky they didn't sue you for thinking it. Season the sisters probably at the door downstairs right now. When you ever got one of those from Taurus? Anyway, moving swiftly along. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is the bit where you can stop fast forward things through all the shit that we can talk about. So the topic today came up as a discussion with a friend of ours who will hopefully actually listen to the show, but he won't. And if he doesn't, fuck you. Um, and it it kind of boils down to to balancing, and it's not an original topic, um, 
especially from a competition point of view, balancing your expectations with your reality. Um, a lot of a lot of shooters seem to they seem to think that they're going to get a result without doing the work that that result requires. Um, so I think for a lot of shooters, you need to decide what do you want out of the sport. Uh, and, and 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 I think what, what where people struggle is it's not a value judgment. If you, what you want is to get away from your wife one Saturday morning a week, get away from your husband one Saturday morning a month. Sorry, a month, not a week. There's only one Saturday a week. Um, get away from your husband one Sunday, Saturday a month, or, or Sunday or Tuesday night or whatever. Um, if the and and have a laugh and, and shoot your guns, that's cool. Um, if if that's what you want out of it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's not necessarily what any of us want out of it. But if that's what you want out of it and you're happy with it, that's awesome. If you want to be a in, in IPSC, an A-class a shooter in USPSA, GM or whatever, and you do that by going one Saturday a month or one Saturday every two months and practicing at matches, um, and then you get upset because you're not reaching that standard, you, you're being fucking stupid. Um, and you're not doing yourself any favors. If, so that's, I think that's something to sort of balance. There's, the, the sport is, it's a sport. There's a, there's a score at the end of the day. How seriously you take that score matters to no one except you really. Um, maybe you're really close friends. Um, other than that, if it matters to anyone, then you're probably putting in the effort. Uh, but no one cares if you go to a match and suck. No one cares as long as you don't point your gun at anyone um, and as long as you don't have a, an AD on range six while running on range five, um, <laughs> no one really gives a shit how you shoot. Uh, that's not what they're there for because a whole lot of them as well are also just there to have a good time. So I think it's something that, that people need to consider. If, if you're going there and, and your goal is to have a good time and, and for some people, having a good time means that they're winning or they're in it for, with a run for winning. Uh, or in English, they're in it with a chance for winning. Um, uh, some people are there, you know, a good time is literally getting out the house and and making loud bang noises from the front of their gun. Um, and, and neither of those is better, worse, or indifferent to any of the others. But you can't expect to get the, the one result without doing the, the requisite amount of work. Um, and that that's with anything in life. Uh, but this is a show about shooting, not relationships. Um, so that that's, I think, what we wanted to chat about. You know, you can, I'll, I'll use our Gaz as an example. Um, Gaz does pretty fucking well. Uh, people make all sorts of jokes about Gaz being a cyborg or a robot. Um, he is, but that's got nothing to do with shooting. Um, Gaz is really good at shooting because... <laughs> His level of, of, of sort of participation matches that. He does a ridiculous amount of work. Um, and, and that means that he sacrifices a whole lot of the stuff that normal human beings would do um, to get that result. You can't go, I want to shoot like that guy. And, and we go, okay, well, what are you doing about it? No, I want to shoot like that guy. Um, okay, but, but, but what are you doing about it? Uh... Yes. Um, if if you're just there to have a good time and if that's the only time you shoot your gun, cool. But don't don't get, and this is going to go into a little bit of editorializing, don't get pissy if you don't get the results you want. And especially don't get pissy if, if 
the match isn't what you want it to be. Um, we occasionally see it where you put a, a, a reasonably challenging sort of stage in, and I'm not talking about anything ridiculous, and you get people going, I'm just here to have a good time. Well, if you're just here to have a good time, then it doesn't matter what the score is. Uh, but, you know, don't, as much as you can't expect a magical result from not, not doing any work, don't expect everyone else to shoot your match. Um, you know, if, if, if that's what it is, go shoot IDPA. Um, if you can find any, who, who haven't I pissed off? Anyway, uh, what do you guys think? Look, hang on. Let's just see if Gaz wants to hop in there before I talk. Go for it, Corn. So a couple of things. Um, I absolutely agree that you need to, you, the output that you will get is going to be highly related to the input that you provide. Uh, if you're doing fuck all, you can't really expect to get anything of value out um, in terms of performance. You can get enjoyment out of it, but in terms of performance, you can't really expect anything if you're not putting anything in. Um, something that I want to add to that, though, is I think that if you've decided that you are going to start taking it seriously and you are going to start putting in the effort, I think you need to temper back, and this is just based on, on what I've seen from guys, you need to temper back the level of fuckery that you do when you're doing the sport that you're taking seriously. If you want to go just just joke with your mates and have fun, laugh at the fact that you missed the target and that kind of stuff, and you want to take Ipsic seriously, Ipsic pistol seriously, then shoot clays to go and have a laugh with your mates. Separate the thing that you that you you get pure joy from from the thing that you're working towards. Because that the duality I think is what people struggle with, where I want to do better, and this is ignoring the the, the lack of work aspect for a moment. I want to do better, but when I get to the range with my friends, all I want to do is fuck around because it's fun. And you can't really have, even if you're putting in effort, you can't really have just fuck around and expect great results. There's got to be some, you have to take it seriously to a small degree to see noticeable gains. Um, and if you're there just to have fun, if this is your fuck around sport, fantastic, have fun but then pick something else to take seriously and, and label this as your fuck around sport and you don't care about the score and you don't care if you can hit the targets and you don't care if you're fast. Um, yeah. I think with a lot of the stuff, what happens is guys will get confused with what they actually want to get out of the sport and they forget to include basically what they're putting into the sport versus what the output is when they're performing at a match, for example. And I think that's got less to do about not knowing it if that makes sense. So not actually understanding the concept of, well, I'm not putting any effort in, but I'm expecting to be better or the best. Um, it sort of comes from the, the lack of accepting that, look, this is my level of participation. Um, this is how much effort I'm putting in. And if I want to start doing better at matches, well, then I've got to put more effort in. So I think there's, there's two fields. There are guys who don't understand the concept or they don't know of the concept. And the other one is simply just not mentally willing to accept the fact that this is what I've been putting in. This is what I'm getting out. Okay. If I want to change that, I have to change what I'm putting in. It's the, it's the old joke about the definition of insanity is uh, doing a thing and expecting the result, doing the same thing continually and expecting the result to change. Yes. Um, and, and just, just sorry, just a little sort of no. caveat to to what the guys have said. That's not to say that you can, if you go to a match and, and are serious about it, you're not going to have a good time. Um, 
we we laugh and 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 fuck around and and, and have a spectacular time at matches, um, but there's a time and a place for it, um, and there's also a time and a place for for sort of what you focus on, and there's a time and a place for. Uh, for what you expect to get out of it. Um, so that doesn't say you have to go there and be that douchebag that no one likes because he's super focused all the time and fucking ninja. Um, but you do need to, you also, you, you can't piss about in the stage and piss about with, you know, your, your stage planning and, and, and piss about and try and get everyone to laugh at you while you're doing it and then be upset that, that your results are uh, not what you were hoping for. And a little side bedroom there. If things aren't going well, don't start fucking around so you've got an excuse for sucking. Because I've seen that as well. Match isn't going particularly well. So I'm going to shoot this whole stage with my left hand. See, I didn't win the match because I shot that whole stage with my left hand. No, you were losing already. It's that that whole thing where um, you shot 12% average on stages. And that one stage where you shot seven percent average because you you shot left-handed is the one that made you lose yes. the match. <laughs> I had forty-seven mics, but on this stage I shot left-handed, so I was quite it's, slow. It, it that reminds me of that. Uh, there was a there was a post from uh, uh, Go Fast Don't Suck not so long ago. For the guys who don't know, if you if you want to arbitrate in in EPSIC and as it turns out USPSA, um, there is a fee that is payable that if you win arbitration is refunded to you. And if you don't win, it goes somewhere else. It, I think the RO spend it on booze. That's, it depends, that's what I like to pretend. I think it depends on the match level. I think it's some day the RO spends it on booze at others. It has to go somewhere official, but there was a post from them going, when you uh, arbitrate a mic call on something that you're arguing is a perfect double to gain five points, or 15 points for a match that you're 700 match points behind. Thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> anyway, that, that's that's us going off at a tangent and fucking around like we just told you not to do at matches if you want to take it seriously. And as T said, that doesn't mean that you don't get to have fun. All that means is you need to break the day up into segments where you need to be focused and serious. And the rest of it's just fun because it has to be fun because if it's not, that's pretty cool tea. Um, if it's not fun, people don't want to do it. They don't want to go. Um, but you've got to have the segments where you are focused and serious if you want to perform. Yes, yeah. You break that day into pieces. And I think that, that another good point there is that we all want to have fun and we've all got varying levels of particip uh, participation. Um, depending on what we want to get out of the sport, what we are willing to sacrifice to put into the sport. But what we also see is the the flip side to that, where we've got guys who aren't putting in much effort into the sport, um, but they're expecting a much higher performance when they get to a match. What we also see sometimes is guys putting in huge amounts of effort. And then basically when it becomes match day, they're too serious, they're too, oh, focus is the wrong word, but they... They spend the whole day in the zone, the whole day being serious, and basically all they do is they spoil the fun for themselves. And that's not part of the game either. I mean, at the end of the day, you started doing this because you enjoy it. Why do you want to destroy the fun and the enjoyment in the sport? Because you want to take it a bit more seriously. Because if we look at it, okay, let's say we go to a club shoot, we spend 
80 to 90 seconds shooting for the day. Now, there's there's quite a lot of preparation that goes into each stage, but according to the data that we get on the results, we've only spent 80 to 90 seconds shooting out of an entire day. It's like three seconds. Two-thirds of a day. Yeah, like three, oh. three seconds. Yes, yes <laughs> in 80 or 90 seconds shooting for the day. The rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that flip side as well where guys are putting in huge amounts of effort, but when it becomes match day, they can't perform because they're actually taking it too seriously. They're being too hard on themselves. Basically, the only real word that I can use is they're taking it too seriously, and there is such a thing. Yeah, you, you, you can't be on for the whole day. You can't you can't be like super focused, or, or, or I'm not saying you can't. The majority of people can't spend an entire day with that sort of level of focus. Um, you're going to get tired. You're going to break it. And and sort of Murphy's law is that you're going to be super focused and then you're going to get on the line um, and then the squirrels are going to start sort of talking to you. Uh, maybe that's just me. But it, 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 it's, a, it's a challenge and I see it with guys all the time. They're just, they're so focused. And then if anything goes wrong, they, they sort of try and double down on it. And, and by the end of the day, you just look at them and they're, done um so you you've got to also find what what works for your particular personality type uh some 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 people can stay focused for longer than others um some of us need to kind of break it up otherwise we go mad um but you if you fuck around the entire day it's not going to work well for you um and if you're sort of laser focused like laser the whole day um that's probably not going to end well either so just on that um you always say that uh perfect is the enemy of good enough mm. and the fact is that you don't need to be objectively you don't need to be focused for the whole day shooting you need to be focused for the stage briefing the walkthrough whatever visualization time you take uh in between or during during other shooters your time on the line and on the stage the, those are the only times you you need to be you need to be focused. Now, the the amount of time you spend visualizing and and how serious you take that is going to be highly dependent on the individual shooter. But for the other things, I mean, maybe stage time to to some degree. But for the other, the the briefing is the same for everyone. Everyone has the same amount of time that they need to stand and listen to the briefing. So even playing field, you need to focus for as long as all your your sort of. Other people there need to focus. The walkthrough is going to be roughly the same length for everyone. And stage times don't vary quite as much as people think. Um, There can be large differences between a a top shooter and a a low-level shooter, but you're still only talking seconds. Um, So the the amount of time you need to focus isn't much greater than the amount of time you actually spend shooting the match. Not attending the match, shooting the match. Um, It's probably double or three times that which is not bad. Don't take the rest of it too seriously. Stop that shit. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, preparation, T. So if I go to three matches this week, so I'm shooting a midweek, I'm shooting a Saturday, I'm shooting a Sunday, um, and I do fuck all else. But obviously I've shot three times this week and I've done preparation specifically for IPSEC because I've shot three IPSEC matches. My performance has got to be double what it was last week, right? Because that's how you train, right? You go to matches. No, no. Once again, that's an IDPA where I don't practice anymore. Um, Ever. I don't pretend alone. 
Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, no, not in all seriousness. That that is unfortunately one of those those things that that we see all the time. That guys shoot matches as practice, and matches are not practice. Um, matches and 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 that's another show we're going to do at another stage to kind of break that down a little bit more. But um, matches don't prepare you for other matches. If you think about, you go shoot a, a club shoot to a league and it's an eight stage match. That means you're getting eight draws. Uh, depending on division you're probably not getting 20 reloads done in the day, even in, in, in classic. In classic. Um, you, you, you're not repeating anything. So you're not training, you're not practicing. What you're doing is you're shooting a match. Um, and, and this is a, a challenge guys have all the time because they go, and, and partially what, what sparked off this discussion was a dude going, I think I'm going to change division because this division is not working well for me. And it was the case of, yeah, because you shoot a match every two or three months and that's your practice. Um, and then you go, oh, well, this doesn't work for me. Well, it doesn't work for you because you haven't done anything about it. You've, you've kind of fucked around. Um, so on, on, on that, there's a couple of things I think we need to look at. One of which is when is the best time to start practicing for something? Yesterday. Exactly. Uh, when you go, oh, next year I'm going to. Well, why next year? No, no, no. Next year I'm gonna I'm gonna work better on the log. Or that that preparation, drugs aside, 2022 preparation started in 2013. Um, it's and and yesterday is where you you really need to have started. But today is a lot better than tomorrow. Um, and and that can be five minutes, like. That's the other thing. You don't need to spend three hours each day dry firing and doing cardio. If you can find five minutes a day to, and not that that's ideal, but if you can find five minutes a day to practice draws or practice reloads or, or do whatever, well, at the end of the week, you're, you're sort of 30 minutes ahead of where you were. Uh, if you're sitting around going, I don't have enough time while watching TV, having a drink, um, we're doing all the other myriad bullshit things we do when we go, I don't have enough time to do this. And, and there are a, a few people who don't have enough time, but they're, they're generally really rare. And once again, they need to accept that if you're going through med school, maybe IPSC is not something you need to worry about too much at the moment. Um, but start the shit now. Don't, don't put it off to tomorrow. Don't put it off to next week. Don't go next year. Because what's going to happen is next year, September, you're going to be going... Next year, um, you know, Lao told us that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Um, do something, start, start building that habit. Related to that, and this is something I've seen with a few of my friends, fortunately it doesn't apply for me um, or any of us really on this show. Clever people can sometimes be fucking stupid. And what I see with a lot of my really clever mates um, and, I, and, and I'm not being facetious. I've got some mates who are, who are really intelligent human beings. And as a result, they do really stupid things and they try and outthink a problem that requires work. Um, so instead of going, I'm going to dry fire, I need, I need to find 15 minutes a day to dry fire. They spend months researching what time of day it would be best to dry fire, what direction they should face so that the light, you know, best replicates the range they're going to shoot on. 
all sorts of arbitrary bullshit instead of just doing the work because they're clever. And, and once again, I'm not being facetious. These, these, the, the guys who are coming to mind, and, and, and there's more of you out there, um, are intelligent. They're really intelligent people, but they're overthinking the problem. Um, instead of just going, I need to do the work, let me put this shit down, put my rig on, and dry fire. And on Saturday, instead of having a braai and having a couple of drinks, let me go to the range in the morning and shoot 200 rounds or whatever the sort of structure you can find is. Instead of doing that, they're trying to go, well, if I if I dry fire with this, you know, if I dry fire just before I go to sleep, then it's it's more likely to stay in my brain. And, and what you're doing then is you're sleeping with your textbook under your pillow and hoping that magically the info is going to get in your head. Um, Steve jokes about the amount of people who've bought his books and have never opened them. And it's true. People buy the book, they buy the DVD, they do whatever, um, and then they don't do the shit. Or you see it on training courses. People go on a training course. They get tortured. And in a year's time, they come do the training course again. And they haven't done anything since last year because, no, no, I'm doing the training course. Well, go do the work. Um, you know, go what, whatever it is. And if you're dry firing wrong, it's almost definitely not so wrong that it's, that it's going to give you a worse result than not doing it. Uh, so unless you're drawing the pistol and sticking it in your mouth on every draw, you're probably okay. Uh, it, it might not be ideal. And, and guess what? There are people who are happy to help you. Like, as we discussed, what was it, two shows ago? Put a post in the group. Send one of us a fucking text. Um, don't phone me because I'm not going to answer your phone call. But send a text and I'll, and I'll reply. And Gaz will probably reply and Corn will probably reply. I mean, you know, don't be a dick about it because, you you know, consider what you're paying for the show. You better buy a fucking shirt at least. Um, but, you know, Ask someone. The, the information is out there, and this is something we discussed. Um, I don't know if we discussed it with Steve or, or who I discussed it with recently. 20 years ago, this shit was hard to get. 20 years ago, you couldn't jump on the internet and get all this sort of info. There were a few books out there. Some of them were pretty complicated. There were a very limited number of instructors out there in, in SA. Um, you know, obviously, the States, there were more, but there's substantially more now. But like on the competition side, there were very few competition-specific instructors even in the U.S. Here, I don't, I, I don't know if there were any, but instructors in general were sitting on the ground. Um, so if you wanted any info, you had to work really hard for it. And without sounding too much like an old man, I think there were some benefits to that because people learned how to go look for info. Um, now the shit's there. Like you can type it on the internet. You can literally put a post in a group. And, and have access to, to a whole lot of really clever people and me um, who, can answer, who can try and give you answers. Uh, but you've got to do it. And then you've got to do what at least what one of them told you. Uh, you can't go, okay, this is it. I'm going to start dry firing. One Dog noise. Dog noise. Couple of things on that. Um, this is taking us back a couple of minutes. The first one is matches are not practice. Um, and I, I think where a lot of guys get that wrong is they they assume that they're they're using the skills that they want to improve in the match and hence they are improving. That's not true. So 
practice when you go to the range with your buddies or just you and you go and work skills, that is studying. And everyone should get these analogies, hopefully. That is studying. That That is you working through problems and trying to figure shit out yourself and learning how to solve those problems yourself. That is critically important. Attending training, instructed training under someone who is teaching you stuff, that is not practice. That is someone taking the time to show you how to study. Literally, it's a it's a study guide or it's a it's a tutor going, you need to reread this passage because you don't fucking understand it. Um, I would not make a good tutor because I would say you don't fucking understand. Um, but that is just someone guiding you towards more effective and more efficient practice that you need to go to yourself. The match is the test. It tests how well you can apply these skills that you've learned. It is not, you can't get better by just doing tests. Um, because if you don't know the answers when you do the test the first time, and you do fuckle in between, you're still not going to know the answers when you do the test the 10th time, um, unless you're cheating and using the, the answer sheet. But that doesn't happen in stuff requiring actual work. Is that cheating or is that just having a good strategy? Always remember to work hard, not smart. (laughs) (laughs) S-M-R-T, smart. The other thing is, um, and and I think he sort of touched on this, there is that thing out there with it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert in doing something. I don't necessarily agree with the 10,000 hour thing, but we can all agree that it takes time in order to be an expert. But the problem is people understand it to be time. It is not time. Because time is just lapsed time. If if I if I shot a gun when I was five, and I again shot a gun when I was thirty-five, I arguably am an expert because I've been shooting for thirty years. But that's a lie. I've shot twice in thirty years. I've been shooting five minutes. Um, the key thing there is the actual time that you've spent working the thing. So it's not I am going to do some dry fire today. And then I'm going to do some dry fire in three months time. And now I've been dry firing three months. Uh, no, you've been dry firing for 10 minutes. If you do two minutes a day and two minutes a day is not what I'm recommending. If you do two minutes a day in three months time, you've done a fucking vast amount of dry fire compared to what you would have had if you did fuck all. Um, two minutes is not ideal. But again, like T said, if you can find two minutes between your Zoom meetings to click a, an empty gun at some dry fire targets on your wall, Two minutes. Click, 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 click. Meeting's going to start. Put the gun down. Don't get caught in Zoom calls with guns because people get fired for that shit. But well, stick the not gun down. Job. Not in my job either, but <laughs> stick the gun down. Have your meeting. Meeting stops. Turn the camera off. Click, 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 click. It's It helps. Just the, just the act of manipulating a firearm regularly improves gun skill more than I can even tell you. Um, if I haven't spent time, I'm going to say fucking with a gun, that, that's, that's not what I mean. So proper safety precautions, things taken. But if I haven't spent time just literally fiddling with a gun in my hands, not doing anything super productive, just, just having the thing in my hands for a little bit, um, I have a noticeable decrease in skill. Um, the, the, the first person who, who sort of really brought dry fire to my, my attention um, was Robert Vogel. Um, he came out to TSA almost 10 years ago now, um, and he was pretty fresh off winning the, the world shoot in Greece in production. Um, and a big part of, of, of what he'd done is 
he won that shoot shooting about 20, 25,000 rounds a year, which is not a huge amount of shooting. You know, it's, we're not talking Eric levels of shooting there. Um, but he, he he's very serious about dry fire. Um, and one of the things he spoke about, and obviously you can't do this in SA, but was having guns around the house. You know, there's a gun in the kitchen drawer, there's a gun here, there's a gun there. So he's standing in the room, picks up a gun, and and a lot of it, I, by the sounds of things, kind of broke down to fucking around with a gun. Uh, not in a dangerous way, but pick up the gun, shoot at some light switches, walk around, rack it, have it in your hand, and 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 that's exactly it. Just sort of kind of build those, build that grip, build that that sort of index for want of a better term. Um, and and there's a lot to be said for that. If 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 your gun is only coming out, you know, for, for some of you who aren't carrying on the rig, there's a good chance that that gun is literally coming out the safe once a month, once every two months, and you're picking it up when you get to the range. Um, imagine not driving your car for two months. And getting in and driving a car, you know, I, I've noticed when when if I travel overseas and I haven't driven a car for a week or two, um, the, the the first day or two I drive, and I mean I've got a lot more hours driving than I have uh, shooting. Um, the first day or two drive, especially the first day, I'm I'm having to be a lot, maybe a lot, not a lot more, but I'm having to be more conscious of what I'm doing, um, just because it, it's not as fresh in my mind. Uh, now, you think about how much more time you've spent behind the wheel than you have shooting, um, and then you go, and I'm now not going to shoot for not a week. I'm not going to shoot for two months, and then I'm going to be upset at my result. Well, what what, what magic did you expect? Did you expect the mag- match fairy to come down and, and, and bless you with m- magic skill? So for the guys who can't relate to going overseas and not driving for a while, um, if you are used to driving a manual car and you get into an automatic vehicle every six months or every year, or maybe even longer than that, um, how often do you do wrong foot braking and your face hits the windshield? Um, and autos are arguably easier to drive than manuals. The skills are the same of, 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 of working the car. There's just a slight difference in for lack of a better word, the manual of arms. So how you interface with that particular car that you're in right now. And we see people fuck it up all the time. Um, I've got a lot of experience in both, but I primarily drive autos now. And when I get into some of my toys that are manual, um, or, or stuff that's in the family that we play with, I notice that there are, it takes a lot more effort from me for a little bit in order to do what I used to be able to do quite easily. And that I could do easily in a, a vehicle that is that is auto. Um, and again, it's completely transferable skills. Driving a car is driving a car, but that small difference really fucks you. Same thing with guns. If you haven't had any gun in your hand, you're going to be very rusty on skills. Um, if you have no recency with the actual gun you're going to shoot, but you have recency with some gun, you're going to be better off. But you need to at least every now and then get the thing that you're planning on shooting out the safe and spend some time with it. That's especially important for carry guns where guys spend all their time on competition guns or spend five minutes every three months on their competition gun and never touch the carry gun. And they're not the same thing. Um, some guys not even remotely the same thing. And Jack, I mean, that, that, that was a big part of the thinking behind the, uh, the drill of the, the drill of the month. Um, 
because what we were seeing with, with a fair amount of, of especially competition shooters was that a lot of them carried a gun and a lot of them never shoot that gun because it's hard. Uh, because no matter what your carry gun is, even if it's a full-size service person, if your carry gun's a Glock 17 or a PO9 or a Breton 92 and, and you're shooting a, an open gun, um, not that many open gunners carry big guns, but you know what I'm saying, um, it's still harder to shoot. So, and, and in a lot of cases, dude shooting, you know, a Shadow 2 and carrying a, a Glock 43 or a shield uh, and then shoots it occasionally, goes, oh, this is hard, um, and then doesn't shoot it. Uh, and as much as we love games, they're less important than your self-defense stuff. So that's something to bear in mind. I haven't used my petrol tank analogy yet. You, you should use it shortly. I will. Um, Set me up. If you took the time to, to go, yes, this is hard, I should spend a little bit of time with it instead of going, this is hard, fuck this, um, you'd be a lot better off. It's still going to be harder to shoot, but it's going to be less hard once you spend five minutes with it. It's going to be less difficult once you spend an hour with it. Um, and this is, again, I think I've mentioned this in past episodes. Uh, I'm a big believer in, I don't really do this with guns at the moment because I don't really have the time. He's going to roll his eyes at me at the moment. But yeah, there we go. He's rolling his eyes. Um, I'm a big believer in recency uh, being being more important than absolute time. If you spend an hour once a month with a gun, or you spend a minute a day with it every day, I think you're going to be better off spending the minute a day um, or spending five minutes with it once a week than spending an hour with it once a month. Um, I, I really believe that that's true. I, I mean, sorry, I, it, sorry guys. No, I was just going to carry on with what Corn said. So basically... That's the other thing that guys fall into. They think, oh, well, if I want to get better now, I've got to spend an hour and a half behind the gun a day and I've got to shoot so many thousand rounds a month and blah, blah, blah. Where in reality, you don't actually have to do any of those things. You just have to review what time you're able to sacrifice to do it. Whether that's 15 minutes once every two days or it's 15 minutes a day, it doesn't really matter because you're still you're upping that frequency that you have behind the gun, the manipulations. And because you're doing that outside of a match environment, well, now your performance will start to increase at matches. The difference being that someone who can and is willing to sacrifice an hour a day behind the gun um, is probably going to accelerate that growth quicker than you, but it comes back to that mental acceptability of, well, this is what I can sacrifice. This is what I have to accept. And I know that I'm going on the path that I, I'm reasonably capable of doing. And once you've done that, well, now you don't really have to overcomplicate it anymore. You're doing something about it. See, I think now is an excellent time for your analogy with, uh, you're, you're, you're spending your little bit of time now to do it as opposed to doing it later. Well, I, I, just before I do that, um, on, on the recency thing, and I think it's really important, uh, there was a, I, I, I think it was Indianapolis PD, and I don't know if we've discussed this on the show, but uh, I think it was Indianapolis PD, but I could be wrong, um, who changed their training methodology. This is decades back. I mean, it's, it, it's revolver days. Um, and they had X number of rounds a year. So, it, and it was the, the, the city had given them a budget of, you know, that they could buy 120 or 150 rounds a year uh, for the officers. Um, and traditionally what happened is, you know, you did a, a qualification twice a year and that was it. And what they did instead of that is they did monthly training where 
they were going to the range and, and firing 12 or 18 rounds. Um, but what they saw was a dramatic increase in, in their hits and fights because of that recency thing. Um, so there, there is an example of, of training smarter, um, but making do with what you've got. So instead of going, we, we don't have all these rounds, so we're going to think about what, what clever sort of ways we can, we can work around. We can go, well, this is what we've got. There's no money for any other ammo. This is what we've got. But if we break it up and, and we do a little bit more, so we spend 12 rounds a month on, on, on sort of actually shooting and we spend a little bit of time on, 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 on sort of tactics or whatever, and they had an exceptionally good hit rate. They had a really good, I think they were averaging 1.7 rounds of fight. Um, or, or something around uh, some sort of number around that. It's, I've slept since the last time I looked at it, but it was uh, uh, they were making use of that that limited time. So like like when we go, oh, I don't have time, I don't have money, whatever. Um, we, you can break up what you've got, um, and if you don't have time or, or money to practice, maybe don't shoot two matches a month. Maybe shoot one a match a month. Uh, maybe maybe find that other time and, and use that ammo to practice so that when you go to the other match, it's a little bit more fun. Um, so on the on, on on the sort of art thinking it, and this is going to sound a bit silly, but but maybe it works. The best time of day to fill your petrol tank is in the morning when it's cold. Um, the, there's less fumes, so you get more sort of petrol per liter, if that makes any sense. Um, as I understand it, I'm, I'm not a petrol engineer. Um, so the best time of day to fill your car is in the morning. But if you run out of petrol in the evening, you you need to put petrol in. If 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 that's the time you have to do it, that's when you need to do it. Um, you can't go, oh, well, fuck, I can't put petrol in now because I have to put petrol in the morning because the petrol's denser and I'm going to get slightly more bang for my buck. Um, your dra- training, your dry fire routine, is exactly the same. Yes, it would be nice to have two hours a day to do it. And honestly, it would be nice to have the the focus and dedication to do it for two hours a day, which I think for most of us, myself included, is harder to find than than two hours a day. Um, You can probably find the time because most of us watch too much TV or or play too many video games or spend too much time on the internet. Um, So you could could possibly find the time. It's really hard to find the, the sort of um, motivation to do that but maybe you can find the motivation to do 30 minutes three times a week um, you know it, it doesn't have to be every day um, more is good at so w- we all understand that two or three hours of dry fire a day is going to give you really good results two or three hours of, of really good dry fire is going to give you even better results um, an hour of dry fire a day is not going to give you as good a result. It's still going to give you a pretty good result. Um, half an hour every three days, well, you're substantially ahead of, of 98% of shooters. Never mind people. You're substantially ahead of 98% of shooters who are either think they're good enough or are sitting on the couch finding excuses as to why they can't dry fire right now. Um, Sitting, you know, sitting at home on on a Saturday or Sunday, going, I don't know, I, I, I can't go shoot. I have to do X, um, and and maybe you do have to do X. Maybe your family is more important to you than than shooting well, which is probably the sign of a relatively healthy, balanced human being. But you then have to understand that you're only going to get the result 
that you've paid for, basically. Um, and you can't pay money for this. So you can't outbrain it. You can't outbuy it. Um, no matter how much money you've got, you, you, you can't buy you, you can buy it in ammo. You can buy it in finding time. You can buy it in practice or training or whatever. But you can't buy being good. You can't say, I'm going to give you this much money and I need to be good. Um, and, and the biggest currency in this is time, uh, which I appreciate is a challenge for a lot of people. Uh, it's a challenge for me. But to boil down to, to what the basic premise of the show was, if you don't have that time, so you're really busy at work, you've got young kids, you have kids on the way or, or whatever, or you've got multiple sort of hobbies, that's awesome. But then don't be upset when you go to the match and you shoot a 40%. Um, don't, you know, don't be grumpy about it. Don't be upset about it. That was the, the, the awesome thing about our sport is that score sheet is an incredibly objective piece of paper um, that tells you exactly where you are, kind of audits exactly where you are at that time. And no matter how good you are, you can be fucking gas, you can be Eric Grafell, and the match maybe doesn't go so well or as well as you'd like, which in Eric's case means you only won by 10%. And you look at that result, and all it's doing is it's giving you an audit of where you where you were when you shot those stages. So you might be substantially better than Gaz. Joke aside, you may have the ability to outshoot the motherfucker every day of the week. But if you couldn't do it at the match, that score sheet is going to objectively tell you you couldn't do it today. You couldn't do it on demand. Um, it's, it's not an emotional piece of paper. It's not insulting you. It doesn't want to pick a fight. It's, it's simply telling you where you are. You need to look at that piece of paper and go, A, I'm happy with where this is. Um, I came, I had a laugh with my mates. I shot my guns. I came last. I came bottom of the pack. I came bottom half, halfway, what, what, wherever you came. I'm happy with that. I had a good time. Or you go, okay, I'm happy with that. I finished at the, at the top or I'm unhappy with where I finished. If you're unhappy with where you finished, it's not the score sheet's fault. It's not Gaz's fault. It's not my fault. It's not the RO's fault for wearing the wrong shirt. It's not the ref who doesn't like you because it's not fucking rugby where we pretend all the refs hate us. It's simply a case of that's where you were on the, on the day. And if you want to be better than that, you can't fix it on the day. I mean, your mental plan and that can, can help you access what you can do. But your skills are your skills. Um, so that, that's all you have. Uh, we can improve the skills and we can improve, quick plug for Steve, um, our, how much of those skills we can access on demand. Um, but the score sheet's not making fun of you and it's not taking away from you. The score sheet's simply telling you where you are. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of shooters get stuck in this trap where they actually let the resu results define them. Hmm. And ultimately, what, what you should be doing is taking those results and finding out what you could have done better. Maybe you're happy with your performance, what you could have done better. But what you don't want to do, and it doesn't matter at what level you, you're competing, you can't let those results define you because like T said, Basically, you could have shot this match and something, maybe you had a horrible malfunction that was beyond your control. Maybe you tripped. Something happened that could have had an adverse effect to those results on that day. That doesn't define who you are or who you are as a competitor. But if you let it, well, then it's going to define you. 
I just want to hop in there with uh, something that again takes. Sorry, I was I was just fucking my brain was blown away by yet another silent Bob fucking. Yeah, Gaz Gaz does all these like you know profound moments. I'm telling you, one of these days we're gonna cut me and T out. We're gonna have a half an hour show of Gaz just being brilliant. <laughs> Seventy five episodes and there's half an hour of Gaz being brilliant, and not much else for Gaz, um, <laughs> but he's brilliant. Um, just. And guys, this is I'm going to throw to you uh, because I've fallen into this trap in the past, not not with shooting, but with sort of other things, uh, sort of work work priorities and learning and that kind of stuff. Um, you can't have a plan for the week that's cast in stone. You can't go, I am going to dry fire for 20 minutes at 10 past three on Wednesday. And then when 10 past three on Wednesday doesn't work out, you go, ah, fuck it, this week I'm not dry firing because it's not 10 past three. There's no gap for this next week. Next week, 10 past three, I'm going to dry fire. Um, I imagine that your your dry fire plan doesn't work like that, guys. Yours is, I need to work these things sometime this week, and you find the time to work those things sometime this week. You're not, I have to dry fire at five past five in the morning, and if it's seven minutes past five, I can't do it anymore because, you know, the time has passed. It's It's... You've got to be flexible in in when you do these things because life happens. Yeah, life does happen. And the interesting part is that I've had it sort of on, on both realms where I've had the opportunity to say, okay, this is the time that I drive by every day from this time until this time because I was in complete control of it. If something came up where I couldn't drive fire at that time, that either meant that I was going to shift that drive fire time later or I'm going to do it on another day during the week. Now, the other side of that is that you, you're going to go through phases where you say, I'm going to dry fire at this time and it doesn't work out today. So you push it to another time and then you can't do it tomorrow at that time that you had planned. So you have to push it to another time. So basically you have to sort of look at your schedule and what you can do about it. And sometimes it's better to define a number of hours, minutes or hours that you're going to be dry firing a day for a week or maybe across the week. So if you say, uh, I'm going to do two hours of dry fire this week, you want to try and spread it out as much as you can. It's it's not going to be as beneficial to do two hours in one day, but if that's all you can do in the week, that's better than doing no hours in the week. So it swings in roundabouts. And if you're not willing to be adaptable, then it's going to be very difficult to, to make that happen. The, the important thing there is, I think, shifting what you were supposed to do out to a different time. Even if that next time doesn't work, the important thing is shifting it out, not going, well, my 10 past three slot on this Wednesday hasn't happened. So I'm not going to do any of the stuff until 10 past three next week. Um, Don't wait for the next slot that you had planned. Shift the one that you missed to some time that you can find. And if that one doesn't work out, well, shift it again. Life happens. But don't just resist sort of resign yourself to the fact that this didn't work out. So it's got to now wait. That's the exact thing that he said with, I can't fill my car up this evening. I have to fill it up tomorrow morning. Well, it, it it's the dieting, fat guy stuff. It's the dieting analogy. I'm not supposed to eat this. Then I ate it. So there's two ways I can look at it. I could, the, the logical intelligent thing that no one ever does is go, well, so what life carries on, let's let's keep going. Or we do the, well, I, I, I'm a piece of shit. Today's lost. So I shouldn't have had that hamburger. So what I'm going to do now is have a pizza, another hamburger, 
and a bottle of brandy because, well, the day is lost because I had a fucking donut. Um, yeah, over and true. Donut, undo your month's worth of work. And it's exactly what people do. It is exactly what people do. Uh, because it's easier. Yeah, because we're weirdly hard on ourselves about some things. Um, and we're and at the same time we're really good at giving ourselves excuses. Uh, you know, human freaking self deception is a. It's a, if I was a cleverer man, I would study it. But I'm, as you know, not particularly clever. Um, but but a human beings' ability to deceive themselves and to tell themselves what they want to hear uh, is is just spectacular. The nice yeah. thing about uh, we we have this in my line of work quite a bit where. And I'm sure in other people's line of work too, where work expands to fill the time available for it. Mm. If you stick a, a, a five minute task in your diary, it'll take five minutes. If you stick an, an hour in your diary or a five minute task, that five, five minute task will take an hour. So you, you've got to, and this is again a place where, where talking to Gaz would be much more beneficial than talking to me, but you've got to have some idea of what you want to work this week in your dry fire. Because if you just want to work some dry fire, um, you might do five draws in your hour that you've allocated. Um, where if you want to do something more productive than that, something like, so instead of going, I want to dry fire for an hour, which Gaz said is, is, is a good way of doing this. But if you go, I want to knock my draw down from one second to 0.8, that's probably a better goal to have for the week than I want to dry fire for an hour. Because if you do one draw, watch YouTube for 55 minutes and do another draw, You've technically done it for an hour, but in reality, you've done you've, fuck. You've actually tricked yourself into believing you've dry fired for an hour. Exactly. And I mean, realistically, with that with that sort of uh, example that you used, if you want to knock your draw from a second to 0.8, if you really opened your mind and you put yourself to that task, you can accomplish that in less than 10 minutes. Oh, absolutely. It was realistically. A, it was a random yeah, example, yeah. Guys, but it's also... If you go, I want to take my draw from three seconds to one second, um, that might be a lot harder for some guys to achieve than it is for the one second guy to go to 0.8, even though Correct. the is substantially smaller. Um, but the important thing there is is to define... I'm going to disagree with you on that particular one. No, no, no I, I'm saying it might be harder for hmm. the to do it because of his mindset. Going from a three-second draw to a one-second draw is really simple when you have someone that understands mechanics and goes, stop doing that. It's really simple. But <laughs> when you're on your own, it's not quite the same. I think the, the other thing just sort of related to what you said, and it's it, it's an old sort of truism that if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Um, you see in, in a lot of offices, you go, person A, can you get, I need you to do X. And a week later, they haven't done a huge amount and they still haven't done X. And you, you get the person who's balancing, you know, 20 different things at one time and you go, oh, shit, I need you to do X. And it gets done because it gets done um, because it's very easy to do fuck all. And it's much easier to, like, you keep yourself busy, but you're basically not accomplishing anything while you're busy. Exactly. It's quite easy to do that. And it would actually take a lot more effort to just do the tasks instead of appearing busy, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Like procrastination is hard work, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. 
So just on, doing this shit is so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds so much better when you procrastinate because you you feel busier. So on the flip side to the to the scheduling thing, so sort of let's let's say you you've planned to do an hour of dry fire today you've got basically an outline of what you wanted to improve on during that session but for whatever reason life gets in the way and you now have to shift that dry fire session so you've you've already sacrificed the time to do that dry fire session for example it could be live fire or whatever the case is that training session could have already sacrificed because it is a sacrifice you're basically deciding i'm going to give something up to to perform this task or do this this activity it gets shifted for whatever reason life happens now that might compound the, the sacrifice so maybe now you have to dry fire in the evening instead of the morning for example but the evenings is when you you want to watch tv you want to lounge in front of the couch maybe you want to do some gaming whatever the case is it's it's we tend to we have a lot of things that we're doing that keep us busy but a lot of them are wasteful so depending on how you define it so now you might have to sacrifice that TV time so you get that dry fire in and you're going to have to pick which one's going to be more beneficial to you and which one you desire more. You can watch TV tomorrow also or you they, can they're, they're generally, stay up later. Sacrifice compounds itself. How often? Oh, sorry. Watch. No, go ahead, T. That's, that's, no, so what you were going to say? Sorry. I was just going to say there's generally nothing important to watch on TV anyway. So that, that, I, I was going to say pretty much the same thing. The amount of time you go... You sit there going, "What am I going to watch?" There's fuckle to watch, uh, 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 uh. but I, I, you know, and and yes, that sort of relaxation time is important. Um, it is important. But once yeah. again, what do you want? Um, if 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 what you want is to get good, you got to do something. Um, and you know, if if what you want is to is to just go shoot, and this applies to any endeavor. Um, but if you want, if what you want is to just go do things, um, well, then you're just going to go do things. If, if what you want to do is be good at something, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to put an effort in. If, if, if you want to be a great competition shooter, if you want to be great, you're going to have to eat, sleep and breathe competition shooting. Um, if you want to be great at jujitsu, you're going to have to eat, sleep and breathe jujitsu, uh, Natural talent will will not take you anywhere near as far as you think you can. It it can. Um, my experience, and and I, this once again, this isn't scientific, but I've seen this in shooting in, in a whole lot of different sports with a whole lot of different people. Um, I do think natural talent is a thing. Uh, maybe not natural shooting talent, but some people have a a a natural hand eye coordination and athleticism and, and whatever else that, that that makes them good at shooting. And I've seen a lot of people with sort of that natural talent accelerate really fast. So they get really good really quickly, um, but they never they never take that next step. They never go from being good to great. It's a very rare great shooter I see who's, who's a naturally talented individual. Um, the, the 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 spectacular ones are the the, the guys and girls and Apache helicopters with um, that natural talent and the work ethic to go with it. Um, but I I see a lot more like really good shooters. A lot of the guys that that you're trying to beat who are not naturally talented human beings. Who are not people who who are innately great shooters. A lot of them the first time they shot weren't weren't great at all. 
but they have this exceptional work ethic um, where they've they've made the effort, made the effort, made the effort to get good. Um, and and they end up beating that 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 person who initially was doing well because of natural talent, because they don't know what to do when that when that runs out. Um, that's true. I think that's that's true in 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 many things in life where the dude with natural talent or, or sort of natural affinity towards that thing is going to be well ahead of the curve when he starts, but he's eventually going to fall behind once he's outpaced everyone else is doing the same effort as he's doing. And he gets to guys who are putting in more time. It's just the way of the world. Um, at the risk of this sounding like a business seminar, there is also this thing where, uh, um, you know, what really motivates people to get things done? Like, like Hookers and blow. For most people, and I think for me included, it's last minute panic. <laughs> And uh, I, I mean, I've, I've fallen into this. I'm pretty sure everyone else has fallen into this. And I'm pretty sure a lot of guys still do this where you look at the calendar and you go, oh, fuck, that match that I want to shoot is tomorrow. So instead of doing 10 minutes dry fire a day for the month, I now do eight hours dry fire today <laughs> so that I'm ready for tomorrow. Um, finally, and this is that recency thing, finally, those things are not the equivalent, even though you might be spending the same amount of time. Um, they're just not the same. Um, if you're trying to do, team mentioned earlier, two hours of dry fire a day, if you're trying to do that and you're not motivated to do it correctly, you're probably going to teach yourself bad habits that you wouldn't teach yourself if you did an hour a day or you did half an hour a day. Um, and where that typically manifests, or at least where I've seen it, is where guys start cheating the grip um, because they're tired, because they they don't really have the the ability to do an hour of, of really good dry fire. Um, I don't know how much time you spend dry firing at the moment, Gaz, in, in a single session, but I can tell you half an hour is really challenging for me um, because I tire. Half an hour is where the fatigue really starts to kick in. Yeah. Like, like I, when I say half an hour is really difficult for me, I mean I don't typically do half an hour because I struggle. Like half an hour is not the point where I stop. Half an hour is the point where I should have stopped 10, 15 minutes ago um, in a single session. Not in a single day, but in a single session. T, yours? So I, I will be honest. I've been pretty slack about it of late. But, uh, yeah, my, my my approach is generally I, I would rather get 15, 20 minutes of, of hard dry fire in and, and – yeah, after 30 minutes, I'm I'm generally not gripping the gun like I should be. Uh, so, you know, de depending on what I'm doing and, and depending on what I'm working. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I I definitely, well, very rarely, I mean, I've had times where I've, I've kind of done an hour and it's been productive, but they're pretty rare. Uh, I've, I've had some really good sort of productive 15, 20 minute sessions where I've, I've done 15, 20 minutes of, hard dry fire and it wasn't 15 minutes dragged over an hour it was it was 15 you know 15 solid minutes of of repetition uh and I, i've seen benefit out of that it's it's actually quite interesting how many repetitions you can get in and how quickly you can start to break a sweat in 15 minutes okay if you're not counting reps like, like honestly if you're not counting reps if you're just i, I use a little desktop timer that tells me the time if you set you know, three minutes or five minutes for a particular drill 
and you spend that entire time just doing that drill, you get so many more reps than when you go, I want to do a hundred reps um, because you naturally slow yourself down. Like I've got 10 minutes to do a hundred reps. Each rep takes me one second. I've got a lot of spare time. If you just set a shorter time for a particular draw, a realistic time, but a shorter time for, for a draw and you just bang it. I see a lot more gains in doing that than I do going, I need to do 10 draws at 0.1 over my part-time. I need to do 10 draws at my part-time. And then I do five draws at 0.1 below my part-time. Um, I know that Steve's revised that in his, in his latest books. Um, and I know why he had it like that in his original books and even the ones that I've got. But when he started advocating the just set a two-minute timer, set a three-minute timer, I saw massive gains in, in what I could do because I wasn't counting. It was just, I need to just keep doing this until the buzzer goes beep beep. We, 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 we're, good. we're good at being lazy. Um, I'm especially, especially good at it. But, you know, we, we're, we're really good at finding ways to kind of cheat the system. And, and with this sort of thing, the only person we're cheating is ourselves. Uh, I, I find for myself, and, and, and it might just be my ADHD or my laziness, but I can, if, if I push like a hard 15, 20-minute session, I can get more done um, than I would often in a, in a longer session because I don't have time. So, if I, you know, I've got a quick gap, let me do this, blah, 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 and, and you kind of push, 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 push. And what I often find is interesting with that, and that this may just be a, a facet of, of, of my sort of demented psychology is I'm often at the end of that more keen to to want to do more. Um, so I'm more keen to spend 30 or 40 minutes dry firing after a hard 15-minute session than if I give myself 30 or 40 minutes, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. It does. So that work expands to fill the time available to it. So if, if you have eight hours to go from a three-second draw to a one-second draw, you're going to fucking take eight hours to do it. If you have Gaz's 10 minutes to go from three-second draw to a point eight, guess what? You're going to fucking do it in 10 minutes. Or you're going to get damned close. Um, yeah. Gaz, I'm expecting that you, you get me a point six on Monday. You can do a point six in live fire. I know you yeah. can. I've done a point six four in Steve's class. I can't do that in demand. Don't don't go and quote that on the internet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> not fucking nearly that on demand, but like I'm sure that he can get you to a point six. I actually managed a couple of point eights today. Not on demand, but I did manage a couple of point like eight five, eight six. Nice. With the man gun. Awesome. Man gun. Well, the the, the manish gun. You mean the little man gun? Yeah. The effeminate man gun. Welcome back what? to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> what is that chop from T-Rex arm? What was his thing? A manlet. Was it him who called someone a manlet? Really? <laughs> I I, maybe someone called him a manlet. I don't pay much attention to that shit. Um, I don't know if there's anything that we've missed in this discussion. Obviously, if uh, there is something we've missed, we'll, we'll dive into it. T-Bag? Uh, I think, I mean, it. We, we're probably all over the place, but I think that's kind of part of the course. Um, but I think we we kind of got the message we wanted to get out there. We are we we actually have a, a plan for a future show, and it doesn't often happen um, where we we're planning on sort of breaking down some of these sort of differences between training and practice and that into a little bit more detail. I think I think that's what we discussed. Um, yes. I can't promise when, but 
you know, unless something better comes up, it'll be in the next few weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, unless something better comes up, it'll be next yeah. week. <laughs> like, we can get like a, a, a good guest because people like the guests because we talk less. Uh, or I talk less anyway. Gaz talks about the sofa, I can say. But Gaz did speak, for, like this show, I think we had more Gaz than we've had in a while. Um, I think last week primed him for uh, the sort yeah. of stuff. Just good. That is the painkillers. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I think I think the, the the sort of gist of the match or, or the summary is that you, you be honest with yourself. I, I think if there's there's one thing you get out of this show, it's it's be honest with yourself. Um, go forward and and stop stop making excuses that you believe. Uh, you know, if you want to give other people excuses, that's absolutely fine. But from yourself, don't lie to yourself. Um, li- lying in general is a bad thing. Lying to yourself is is an especially bad thing. Uh, so look at this and go, where am I? Um, what do I want? What what would make me happy? Um, and 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 beware if if you're going to get sort of serious about getting competitive, nothing's going to probably make you happy. Uh, but What's going to make me happy? What do I need to do to do that? Um, and if you can't do that, then you need to change your goal. Uh, and there's not, once again, there's nothing wrong with that. It sounds like a Seinfeld episode. I keep saying there's nothing wrong with that. Um, no, no, super there's easy. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, we've got an episode title. Uh, but, but, you know, if, if you look at this and go, shit, I'd, I'd like to shoot 80% of nationals. But I have a baby on the way. Um, I've got a promotion at work. I'm I'm busy with this. I've just done this. I've just done this. I also want to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm not going to be able to put the time and effort into that. Well, that's fine. Adjust your goals to meet your reality and go, well, maybe I'll be happy with a 60%. Um, if don't and don't use that as an excuse. Don't go, oh, well, I would have won this except because that fuck off, that's bullshit. Um, yeah, because you didn't win, so shh, quiet. Big people talking now. Um, but you know, adjust your, try and adjust your your expectation to match your reality. Uh, and if you're putting in all the work and you're not getting the result, well, then you need to see what's wrong with your work. But that's that's a lot more rare than than you probably believe, or than people mm. would have you believe. What's substantially more common is doing absolutely no work and then being upset with the result. Uh, and are you a politician? Um, you know, it, it, the, it, life doesn't work like that in the really real world. So you, you've got to look at this realistically and, and be honest with yourself. And, and you know what? Be honest with the people around you. If, if there are people trying to help you um, with this, if you're going to people and, and, and do that, if you want to get better, Go to people and go, what do I need to do to improve? Um, once again, we have the Facebook group. Uh, if you're on, on the Book of Faces, put a post up there. Put and, and don't be scared to put it on the line. Don't be scared to go, I want to shoot in the top five in my, um, you know, in, in, on my province's log in, in my division or, or whatever. I want to move from C class to A class or Whatever your goal is, I don't really care. I, I, I care what you want to do, but I don't care what your goal is, if that makes sense. I care to help you, but I don't really care what your goal is. Um, put it out there and go, what do I do? 
And if someone says, well, to do this, you're going to need to do X, Y, and Z. A, when Gaz gives you advice on how to get better at shooting, don't tell him to fuck off and he's wrong because so-and-so on YouTube said the opposite. Unless so-and-so on YouTube's name is JJ or Eric, um, or maybe Rob. Uh, or Christian. We'll, we'll, we'll allow Christian. Yeah, he's like 12. Though. Um, but Yeah, I'm 12 and a half. Th- this is true, actually. Uh, so, you know, if 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 that's... If it, you know, take the advice from people, and 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 sometimes it, it's acceptable to adjust it and go. Okay, I I want to win nationals. Well, where are you now? Well, I shoot a club shoot every three months. It's really good fun. I, I go with my friends. We shoot. Sometimes I don't have enough ammo to do the last stage, but it's awesome. But I want to win a nationals. Well, guess what, sunshine? It ain't fucking happening. So you've got to adjust one of two things. You've either got to go. I want to go shoot a nationals and and have fun. Or, okay, I want to win the Nationals, which means I'm now going to have to dedicate a substantial more, uh, uh, substantially more time, money, and effort to getting there. And without going to, like winning the Nationals might not be the best goal because you can't necessarily control that. Um, but maybe you want to go to a Nationals with a winning level of performance. Is that like on the right line there, guess? On the button, dude. Oh, fuck. See, see, see. Um, point five draw on Monday. Um, nice. We said points. But but you've got to, you know, you, you you've got to start taking the steps. Uh, so I think the big lesson is stop stop going next year, next month, next week. What can you do right now? It's Monday morning. You're listening to the show as a drop because you're a good listener. You've given us your five stars. You've going, bought the shirt. You've bought the shirt. If you don't buy the shirt, fuck you. Um, and buy Motiva shirt after you buy my shirt. Uh, <laughs> what can I do right now? Uh, don't pull it. You're going out in traffic or when you get to the office. Um, but maybe what why, you can do. firing in the car in traffic is a bad idea. Don't do that. I mean, oh, A for F. <laughs> Note to self. Corn says... Um, <laughs> And if you're not in my office, it's probably not a great idea to try a fire either. But maybe what you can do is take five minutes at work and go, okay, tonight's dry fire plan is put it down on paper, go home, go, I'm not going to put the TV on yet. I'm not going to open a beer yet. I'm going to put on my rig. I'm going to do 10 minutes of draws. That that might be it. That, that awesome rig off, gun back in the safe, crack a beer, eat a steak, what the fuck ever. Um, What's my plan for tomorrow? And that's that's where you find it. it it's in, I'm going to find five minutes here. I'm going to find 10 minutes here. I'm not going to do this one thing because which is more important to me? Is it more important to me to sit on the couch and watch TV or is it more important to me to do well at the match? If it's more important for me to do well at a match, I'm going to do the work. If it's more important to me to be a good father, I'm going to spend less time on the shooting and I'm going to go do things with my kids. Um, that's that's probably makes you a better human being, but you, you have to kind of go, which, what are my priorities and how am I going to stack my life around? I just want to add something um, because there are anomalies. Um, you do sometimes get nobblies, nobblies. Yes. Nobblies in the, <laughs> in the spotify group, you'll see the novels. <laughs> <laughs> You do get anomalies. There might be some of you out there who are putting a substantial amount of work in, 
but on match day you're failing. Um, if you're seeing a, and I mean a substantial, if you're seeing a substantial difference between your live fire and your match performance, I mean, I, this is going to sound like a, like an advert, but you need to do, do Steve Anderson's mental management. Um, but if you're having that problem, please reach out in the group. Um, if you're, th- there will be a difference in performance between what you can do in dry fire and what you can do in live fire. But if you're, if you're putting in the work, we don't expect there to be a massive difference between your match mode range time and your match mode and matches. Um, we, we really don't expect there to be, to be a massive discrepancy. It's going to be a discrepancy if you're doing everything on the range in, in speed mode and then you go to the match, you do things in match mode, there's going to be a difference. But if you're seeing a massive drop between what you can do on the range when you're practicing in match mode for, for, for upcoming matches, please reach out in the group. We'd like to discuss that with you. Um, the answer there is do do the mental management thing. But it would probably be interesting for guys to see the flip side of this where from guys who do no work and expect great results and don't get them and guys who do great amounts of work expect great results and don't get them um, because those guys do exist. They're they're more rare than, than the other flip side if they're honest with themselves in the, the amount of work they're doing. But they do exist. So if that is you, please reach out in the group. We'd love to talk about that. Yeah, and from my side, the one thing that I want to finish off with, because I think it ties in quite nicely here, is one of my favorite quotes, which was made by Henry Ford. And that basically boils down to whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Amen. Absolutely. From from my side, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. I think there there should be some questions from avid listeners and guys who are wanting to improve their their shooting abilities. Or maybe if if it's something else, if you play golf or some other sort of sport outside reach, Breach in. Maybe you play that a little bit more seriously than you do shooting. We'd love to have your input in on the group. So if you do take something else fairly seriously, send it in. Let's have a chat about it. Other than that, sort of club rules from my side have changed this week. Uh, minimum requirement is the purchase of one of the Welcome to the Gun Show shirts. Um, if you don't do that, you can't be part of the club and no five-star rating will save you this week. You also have to have a clever name on your shirt. Use that 20 characters to do something cool. I, I, I've got a shirt. I ordered one today that says Poodle Dad, as they should. But I also ordered Lauren a shirt that says Poodle Mom. <laughs> nice. Oh, fuck. We're so special. And on that bombshell, later losers. <laughs>